All right. Don't know a single person. Terry O'Quinn, he's the father. He's, uh, he's, he's the not, mom. He's not sure about that, so... What? He's not that sure about that <laughs> either, so... Just saying. Could it, are we recording? Yeah. Oh, okay. It didn't say that it was. That's oh, right. yes. Um, I mean, guys, we're talking about... What year did this come out? I don't know. 1987, I want to say. Oh, I want to say 77. Those look like some 70s clothes. Oh, no, it was the 80s for sure. Oh, in 1987. You're right. Yeah. Guys, we're talking the 1987 stepfather today because you're listening to Horror and Heels. I'm Alicia and I was bored. <laughs> I'm Jen and I was fine. <laughs> but I like these kind of movies. You mean movies where only three things happen the entire movie? Well, watching him, like, go crazy. I don't know. I was entertained. But, again, these are just... And then the remake's the one with Penn Badgley, right? Yeah, but it's got other problematic people in the cast, so I don't know that we'll be doing it. Um, maybe in a year or two when the heat dies down on that. Um, uh, yeah, no. Uh, can't tell you who's in this. Don't know anybody's names. Um, <laughs> it's a small cast. Very small. Ken does an excellent self-haircut. I'll say that for him. Oh, wasn't he wearing a toupee? No, he was cutting his hair. He cut his beard, but his hair, the the one that he was wearing most of the movie, that was a toupee, because he took it off when he became the other guy. Oh. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) You missed that, guys. (laughs) That opening scene, I like that opening scene. Why is he cleaning up the toy box? Why is that the thing we're cleaning up on the murder scene? Also, good sir, you are touching too many items. You are leaving fingerprints in too much blood. Well, it's his house, so, I mean, it's not like, I mean, they're going to know it's him. I don't think he cares. I'm just saying. You spent all this time showering, and now you're touching bloody objects. This is not smart. This is not wise. Yeah. When he's coming down the stairs and then he comes down to this little blood bath. He is not, he's not meticulous about his killings. No, no. Quite sloppy. But once oh. again, like we said, he's uh, not mentally well, so. Yeah. You know, there, there is that. We saw a little side peen in the beginning there. A little bit. It wasn't impressive, so. No, but I was just surprised because that really wasn't a thing that they did back then. I'm impressed he let us see that bud. It was very <laughs> flat. Um, good pecs for an elder gentleman, though. Yeah. I say elder. This man was in his 40s. So. Yeah. <laughs> Keep saying elder. Um, elder. Well, I guess we're elder now. Then uh, we see the funnest mother-daughter pair. Oh, so cute. So cute. So nice. So fun. Until... And in this family, he's calling himself Larry. Jerry. Larry shows up. Jerry. Really? Yes. We're going with Jerry, guys. He was calling himself Jerry. <laughs> and the stepdaughter hates him. Uh, and this this is something I wish the movie had answered. If it did and I missed it, help me, Jen. How long from when her father died? That's, I was like, yo. <laughs> our mother shacked up with Jerry. So I'm thinking mom's a homemaker, does not have a job. So she was like, look, uh, I got to get married real quick. I'll still live in. Right. Because 
if this girl is still in therapy for her father's death, not enough time has passed for you no. to remarry. Nope. It, no, they did say it's been a year since her dad died. Like, he, like she. Oh, they said a year. Yeah. Missed it. So, in the course of a year, mm-hmm. this man died. Mom found Jerry, or Jerry found mom. Yep. And they got remarried. I mean, that is an impressive timeline, people. Right? I was like, she. So was the mother sick. didn't give a shit about that. <laughs> she was like, look, I need to get some. Mom is not trying to go through a drought. Wow. Way to go, mom. Not letting the grass get dry in your meadow. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, I missed a year, and now I'm still not scared of this movie, but appalled by the mom in this movie. (laughs) But they were were, were such a cute little duo. I'm like, well, how, if if you're that close with your teenage child, how could you marry someone that they don't like? Listen. Like, in some cases, I'm like, the kid's a brat. I don't, like... You have your life, I have mine. But they were so close, and the dad died so recently. I'm like, you should. Okay, now you should consider the teenager a little bit. Right. Maybe give it some more time before you marry Jerry. I'm not saying yeah. we kick Jerry out. I'm not saying we just let's not let Jerry into the house in less let's, than a year. Not, yeah, let's not get married and have him running the house. Yeah. In less than a year. She hasn't even gotten used to him yet. Exactly. Um, my stepfather was the best, and it still took me like. To be fair, my mother had dated a lot of men before Fred that weren't around for very long. Mm-hmm. So by like year three, and he was always very nice to me. I was always very nice. It wasn't contentious in any way. But I'm just saying used to him, a comfortability with the man. I would say it took about three years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I think is a natural progression for children to get used to somebody. Yeah, a yeah. new parent. Yeah, especially... And Jerry's coming on strong, bringing home puppies. Oh, man. Touching shoulders. Don't touch shoulders. The desperation. And then their room, and then to have your room right next to her room so she can hear when y'all are getting it on. That would make me so uncomfortable. I have to tell you that we are house shopping in Texas, and I got to love that almost all the houses note that it's a split floor plan, meaning the master's on the other side of the house than the other bedrooms. And I'm like, oh, they should just put in the description for parents who like to fornicate. (laughs) Do we have a house for you? Because, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not. I could. I'd be like, we just we can't have sex till she goes to college. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Not traumatizing her like that. Yeah, especially because she's old enough to know. Yeah. Um, which Jerry doesn't seem to think so, but no. Jerry... can we enter the most useless character ever written? The, the therapist? Ex, the, no, the ex-brother-in-law. At least the therapist was trying to get some answers and he just messed up and he was dumb. They go through this whole story with the brother-in-law, like getting the reporter to do the story. Oh, only for him to get got. <laughs> like immediately. Like yeah. they did the whole him racing to the house and you're like oh he's gonna come in he's gonna save somebody no he didn't all he did was get stabbed yeah he contributed absolutely nothing to this movie other than to be fair at least someone nice to look at well oh yes for sure oh i was like hello sir besides (laughs) the daughter this cast was lacking in the looks department yeah yeah i thought the stepfather was handsome you don't think terry quinn is handsome he's i mean yes he did no. Toupee man wasn't working for me. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> All right. Well, I thought he was good looking, but the the brother in law guy, well, he was good looking. Uh, yeah, but just worthless as hell. Like the only thing that he did that contributed to the movie was get the get the article ran in the newspaper again. Right. Other than that, he was entirely worthless. He didn't even put up a good fight. He didn't even like. He didn't help anybody. Yeah. He just let the man stab him. Nothing. What? He did nothing. Uh, he was worthless. So yeah, so but back to the the order of events, he we find out he was the brother in law, the brother of the woman that was killed in the beginning. So he's trying to find this guy. Apparently the the police gave zero shits. Yes. About finding this man. Especially since they know who, who he is. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's on a crusade. It's, it's a little side story that I think they used for filler because... Interestingly enough, he is bald now. Oh, he was in Castle Rock. As an older man, I find him quite attractive. 1980s Terry doing nothing for me. 2000s Terry doing stuff for me. <laughs> yeah, he is bald now and he is good looking. Got a very I, nice I, chiseled jaw now. Yeah. He aged nicely. Um, That he did. He was in Lost. I never watched Lost. I didn't either, but oh. I still know my my family did, so I recognize. Oh, him. okay. Um. So yeah. So, but at least he was trying to find his sister's killer. Yeah. Or the police were like, "Well, he left. Uh, we don't know where he is." So. He's another county's problem. Like, yeah, we're, we're done here. Uh, the thing is, if he's done this once, he's done it before. So how about we do just a little? Just, I'm telling you, CSI. Criminal Minds, one of those shows would have had every crime he's ever committed. Have him up on uh, on the on in the post offices, his photo. Yeah. Even so, the stepbrother says it. He goes, but you didn't post the photo. Yeah. How's anybody supposed to know it's him if you don't? You're asking decent questions here. Yeah. yeah. You're useless. You get knifed like a fish getting gutted. I mean, it was bad. But you okay. are asking the right questions. Yeah. It was like you are trying. It was a slick move on the stepdad's part because, um, yeah, they don't explain why. They just say she, she, there's something off. She doesn't like Jerry for whatever reason. Um, but the therapist was a likable character. He was very likable, except his eyes. I always felt like he looked at her a little too longingly. He was a little creepy. Uh, yeah. I don't know, like. Like, what that was about. <laughs> and telling her to run away. I was like, well, that's an but interesting... my friend, uh, what was happening in that room that we didn't see? Because <laughs> I have to tell you that I speak to my therapist weekly. Nick, you're great. Don't ever change. We're not friends. You're my yeah. therapist. Well, as a teenager, though, I feel like you'd think that that Transference. person... Yeah, you think that person's your friend because that's who you're okay. telling your stuff to. Okay. Um, poor, poor therapist. He... Got got. He got caught slipping. Yeah. Made the mistake of forgetting his lies. That's why you don't lie. Like. Right. You should have just. As Judy always says, if you tell the truth, you don't have to have a good memory. Yep. Yep. So. Because he came in with that bachelor, confirmed bachelor story. Which, number one, why are you looking at a full house as a bachelor? Right. That's why not are you a good bachelor. That big a home. Yeah. And then slips up because he says, oh, my. What does he say? He says something about, oh, because Jerry's like, are you here to buy a house? Or are you here to uh, talk about me? And he's like, oh, my wife always gets on me about that. And Jerry yeah, was just like, said you're a bachelor. 
Yeah, Jerry caught it real quick and just caught him with the two by four. Right. What a horrible death. Yeah, put oh, that on the list too. Add it to our list. Yeah. And then, I mean, I know he wasn't alive, but just to not to not be able to just be burned in your own car. <laughs> car. Now your wife's out of car. Yeah, now yeah, she'll have a car. You better hope she has a, her, you have a good insurance policy. Really left her hanging. And also, uh, I mean, was no, um, was just there no forensics in 1987? If somebody listening was a cop in the 80s, could you let us know what the level of forensic was in the 80s? Because I'm thinking that even um, if we torch, like, how long does it take for a body to burn? And you, like, put the paper in there? They're going to do an autopsy on it. Yeah. Um. Because it's gonna have head trauma, broken. That the burn part started at the gas tank. That's right. not indicative of an accident. So now, also, we're autopsy, we're gonna find a two by four. His Most bones are quite broken, <laughs> and his wrist is, yeah, arms broken. Oh, horrible! This guy is not very. He's not clean as a murderer. Well, apparently, he knows that the police don't give a shit. So he's like, I don't have to like. I'm not going to put energy into stuff if I don't have to. That just seems a little freewheeling to me. I'd still put some energy in. I mean, as would I. But notice he never got caught by the police. He had to get taken out by the stepdaughter. Yeah. I mean, at first I was real worried about her. Bad aim with that shard of glass. I I went straight for the belly. But if you're getting this off, she was literally three inches away from the hut. Yeah. Yeah. Bad aim, babe. Bad aim. Just right here. Yeah. We're here. I don't know which side. Oh, <laughs> it's the right. It's, it's it's the left side. Oh, okay. I was right. Uh, That scene where she goes in the basement to get something out of the freezer and he comes down and is freaking out. I would have stayed quiet and stayed over there. Right. Till he's I don't know why she walked up to him. Yeah. I was like, yeah. ma'am, what are you doing? He's clearly unstable. Yeah. Would not have gone near that at no. all. No. And then we find out he's uh, already starting another life. Apparently, they've already fucked up, and he's not a fan. So he's already starting another life. Right. In another part of the state. That's so much work. I mean, and here's the thing. You're a real estate agent. You almost never have to go in to the sure office. Yeah. So um, keep that job to keep your lie alive. Right. As They're not going to notice that you're not. Yeah. Because this is 1987, good sir. You don't have a cell phone, okay? Right. Your right. wife will try to get in touch with you at, at the office. of employment. That's like, how did he not think of that? Well, he was starting to lose it, I think. Cause yeah. Because he goes, who am I here? Who am I here? It was like, oh, that was creepy. Very creepy, Jerry. Very creepy. And is he that good at selling homes that he has all this money? He can just be getting other houses, getting other cars, getting other jobs. Probably, apparently, he sold insurance. Um, already got his eye on another woman. That poor woman. Yeah. It would be. It would be interesting. It would have been interesting to find out. Well, no, that would have been weird. So I was like, well, was he starting with her mom while he was with the other mom? Yes. But, yeah. Yeah. That's what the stepbrother says. That's right, because he said he'd been leaving every day. So he'd been building the relationship with the mom. Right. He took the ferry to his car. 
Yeah. He took the ferry. Yeah. Yeah. And literally pulled up because he's in the outfit when he pulls up to the house. He's in the outfit he exited the house from. Yeah. 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 So he's. Okay. Um, he just, he's a sloppy man all over the place. Just sloppy, sloppy. Especially for being so good at changing how he looks. Yeah, I mean, that's okay here. A pair of glasses there. Contacts. Not recreating facial structure with some contouring and highlight. Um, I see some of these people on Instagram. I'm like, well, you catfishing hard. Yeah. I can't. The that they have the amount of time in their life to do that. How the first wife married him with that horrible beard and hair. I feel like those beards were very popular in the early 80s. Mm. He looked homeless. I'm not going to say he didn't. I'm <laughs> saying I think they were very popular. I don't disagree with you that the man was not looking good. Uh. I'm saying... That I think that's what the women of the 80s had to choose from. Gotcha. Was that, <laughs> so not even that they liked it. That was just their, their only option. Because don't you remember Burt Reynolds? He kind of had that shaggy hair with the mustache. and. But the mustache, but his was kimped. His was groomed. Like, I don't mind a beard. I just make it groomed. Sweetie, he had just gone on a murder spree. <laughs> But even the photo they had of him looked crazy. Oh, I didn't see the photo. Okay. Oh, oh I did. I did. Yeah. Daddy showed the couple, the brother showed the couple at the house. Right. He did look a little cray. That part confused me because he went up to the house and he was like, have you seen this man? Why did he ask those people if they had seen him? And then <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah, he looks like the guy who sells our house. And he's like, he sells houses? And that's why he ran back to... But it's like, but didn't he already know that... He sold in the house. Otherwise, why was he there talking to these people? I think he was knocking on. He knocked on every door. He knocked on the doors of the newlywed of new couples. But then he asked the. I guess maybe just he was frustrated, so he was like, "Have you seen this guy?" Maybe that's what it was. Maybe when when the man answered the door and it wasn't him, he then was asking, "Have yeah. you seen him?" Because the first guy he asked, he just said when the guy came to the door, he said, "Are you Mister Whatever?" And he said, "Yeah." And he was like, "All right, thanks." And he just walked away. But maybe he was so tired <laughs> by the time he got to that couple. He was just like, let me just see if they've ever seen him here in town. Ah. Uh, I could buy that. Right. He had been doing a lot with very little. Mm-hmm. On his own. Again, no police help. No help whatsoever. I can't. And, you know, it's sad because you know that's the facts. Like, the police are so inundated with crime that after a year they can't keep investigating. Yeah, like, they got to close cases. Yeah. But I feel like if they had really tried, it wouldn't have taken a year. <laughs> well, the, if the brother did the brother did his detective work, found out that the guy moved around or had another place to go during the day. Right. If they had put in a little, I'm surprised the brother isn't in wasn't in in more things. Oh, that actor. Yeah. He was pretty good. Up. You're right. What else was he in? Let's see. Steven. Steven Shallon. Oh, he was in Gone in 60 Seconds. Oh, the bodyguard? Okay. There was a stepfather too. make way, make room for daddy. For daddy. Yeah, I kind of want to watch that. <laughs> okay. But it looks like that's him in it. I know. That's why I want to see part two and see how in the world that happens. 
Oh, because he was incarcerated in an insane asylum. Oh, so he didn't die. No, he didn't die. Okay. That's where we were confused. I really thought he died. Oh, well, I mean, I'm sure. Two. Guess who's in part two? Jonathan Brandis. Oh, rest in peace. Oh, I'm sure that he, like, they at the end of it, they it was supposed to be him dead, but then the movie probably did well. Yeah. And they were like, let's make a part two. Right. Um, Ooh, it's on Roku. Oh, I do have Roku. And Peacock and Tubi. It's on a lot of things. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Just because I can. So Stephen Shelvin was the brother. Yeah. Um, he, he's been in stuff, just nothing I've heard of. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was in Gone in 60 Seconds, apparently. Is that the one you said? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, where do you go when I talk? <laughs> uh, sometimes. It's fine. We're at that level now. Oh, apparently he was in, he was a police officer in 21 Jump Street. Oh, in the, sh- the TV show. The show. He did things in the 80s. He did things. Tales from the Crypt. There was some stuff. I was scrolling while you were saying things. <laughs> if you or I bothered to do five minutes of research before this show, right? Me too. But I was busy scraping paint off the floor, so I ain't nobody got time for research. You think we could, we could at least have the IMDb up and ready? It always takes us, like, <laughs> two minutes to pull it up. Like, <laughs> I feel like our, our listenership has gotten used to Alicia. At least we answer the question. I listen to some podcasts. They pose these questions, but they don't answer them. Oh, see. me to have to Google. See, there you go. At least we answer them, it's guys. At least we, we try to answer our own questions. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be a short episode, guys. There's not much to talk about. I mean, it's a fine movie. It's a good, cheesy 80s horror. Oh, How he thought that her getting kissed was rape is... Oh, that was... I yeah. think that was that was more about his psycho- psychosis, his craziness, because... Yeah. Yeah, he was like, she is practically taking her clothes off on the porch. Whoa, sir. She still had her coat on. <laughs> it's a winter it coat. Look that cold out. <laughs> she had so many layers for a teenage girl. Yeah. I was like, yeah. you could wear a little less clothing and still be modest like she was the most modestly dressed teenager in an 80s serial slasher movie i've ever seen in my entire life right i like how she played the character i like because she wasn't an annoying teenager she wasn't obnoxious she wasn't even disrespectful to the father even though she didn't like him yeah you know she wasn't like screaming at him and yelling i hate you and right for, for how she could. he accused her of almost getting raped. <laughs> Which, like, I, like, he's not my father. Please yeah. Come. And and if I was the mom, I'd be like, okay, we need to address this. Right. Why you think a mere kiss on the yeah. front porch of a 16-year-old. Yeah. And the boy was also 16. Like, at first, I thought, okay, he sees this gentleman on a motorcycle with a teenager. He assumes this guy is older. No, that was not the case. Yeah. And when no, he did. Well, he did because he said you could go to jail. Right, and, right, right. But once you find out the truth, right, calm okay. down. But no, he just escalated because he's a crazy man. He doubled down on it. Yeah. And as the mom, I'd be like, well, we need to get you into a session, hun, because yeah. that was not an appropriate reaction to teenage love. Yeah. What happened to you at 16? Right. 
I would love a prequel to this, actually, just seeing what happened to Jerry, Steve, Danny, Jake, (laughs) (laughs) Bill, Bill, Todd, (laughs) just to know what happens. Uh, I need to, was he like, I need to know, was he like updating his driver's license? Was he getting fake passports or is he just, how, how, because he's doing this stuff pretty quick. He's got to have a guy, right? I always wonder about those guys. Like the identity guys. The identity is. First of all, how do you find the identity guy? Anybody know? Let me know. Second of all, how do you go around paying the identity guy? It's all cash? All cash? It's got to be all, oh yeah, it's got to be all cash. It's got to be an all cash situation, right? Of course, you can't deal in shady business and take credit cards. No. No, you're right. You were right there. Um, they didn't give us many answers about Jerry. No, this is kind of like a one like they just stuck us in the middle of this man's story. Yeah. Or I guess murder. Yeah. On his next spree. Again, strong opening. I give I give that opening a t- I did that like that opening was a lot. Strong. I that liked was it. Good crazy eye blood wash. Yeah. Um for me it slowly descended oh, after that. <laughs> I mean, as much as it is a strong opening, I more enjoy movies in which I'm you don't necessarily know who the killer is. Yeah. Yeah, this uh, is very predictable. Like, you know he's going to oh, die. The second you saw that therapist, you're like, well, he's yeah, dying. Yeah, he's dead. Yep. As soon so, as he made the appointment, I was like, you're going to get killed, sir. Sir, you are about to die. Um, <laughs> That was one big-ass attic. Yes. They had a lot of shit in that attic. Clean out yeah. your attics, people. Especially for one child, for, for a three-person family. Yeah. Donate, Not- reduce, reuse, recycle, people. Jeez. Yeah, that was great. I like that. Uh, well, something uh, tells me the mother probably shoved all the father's stuff up, up there. there. Probably. And just didn't deal with it. And Imagine getting out of the shower, like coming up from school and getting out of the shower, and then all of a sudden you're met with your stepdad with a knife trying to kill you. Like, I, mean, I, I just came home to shower. He got through that door too easily, too. He really did. I mean, he was... Going famous. at it, but I'm just saying... I did like the breakthrough scene when he finally got through. The glass <laughs> broke actually. It was yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um. Meanwhile, mom's down in the basement. Thank God. <laughs> he hit her with that phone so hard. How she moved after that? Cause I don't know. Have you ever? No. Have you ever encountered one of those phones? No. Oh, very heavy. Oh, you mean like have I held one? Yes. 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 Like, oh, yeah, okay. yes. <laughs> I thought you were saying I've ever been hit with one. I was like, no. If we have any zennials. Or Gen Zs, or even later older millennials, uh, younger millennials listening. You haven't touched one of those. All the bits and pieces, so a lot of metal, a lot of wires. In that handset. It's in that handle. It's it's a good 10 pounds. So if you swing it, (laughs) you're clocking somebody. Like it's like taking a dumbbell to somebody's head. It's why every woman in the 80s has this neck. The neck, the bent over neck. Couldn't just hold it like this after. No. So we all went like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's doing great things for this region of our neck. This, these neck yeah. muscles are very loose. We can just kind of uh, them whatever uh. we want. Um, yeah, he swung around with that phone where she was like, what are you talking about? You're Jerry. Can you imagine I, how I, I have to give my husband a name, his own name. Things I'm going to ease out. I'm going to Homer Simpson, like, you know, the gif of Homer Simpson, like, backing. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm well, you have fun with that. I'm gonna go. Yeah. Um, you, like she was stunned because she she had no idea. Like we saw it coming. Yeah. She had no idea. But and also, then, once again, if you lose your spouse and marry a new spouse in the span of a year, you have not taken enough time to get to know this man. Exactly. exactly. So um you kind of asked for it, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. But here's the thing, when he was still with that other family coming back and forth, you weren't doing no research about that? I know I'd be asking questions. She probably hadn't even seen his driver's license yet. That's how oh, fast they got married. I've seen Ed's driver's license, like his original driver's license, because the photo was like from when he was like 20, 21. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not have loved 21-year-old Ed. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, guys. Would not have worked out. He had some long hair. Oh, I don't do the long hair. Yeah, he was very much that version of late 90s, early 2000s. I'm sure he was still as lovely a soul as he is now, but his aesthetic was not the aesthetic that appealed to (laughs) me. And that's important. People try to act like that's shallow. No, that's. It's shallow when you care about what other people think. If you think the person is attractive, that's all that matters. Right. Shallow is not liking someone because other people don't think they're attractive. Right. No. But yeah. attraction is so important. It Physical, is. You've got to be physically attracted. Just like we watch The Nanny all the time. I love Fran Drescher. My mom watches that show. She I it. love it. I think her style is fantastic. I think she looks amazing. Ed's like, if that was your aesthetic a little too much for me don't know that I could do that and I understand that it's a unique aesthetic beautiful aesthetic but unique a lot of loud colors a lot of them she was the lady in red while everybody else was wearing tan you know what I mean so um she liked to stay in action is important yeah hey that aesthetic didn't work for Mr. Sheffield in the beginning but eight seasons later it grew on him and grew on him. See it every day. Changed from Mr. Sheffield. She tried one episode. They tried, and she was like, "If this is what I have to do to get your family to like me, I'm out." Yeah. She, she's like, "I'm out." Yeah. I'm hot. Which, which they always do that in sitcoms, where it's like, "But he liked her the way she was." So. But she was well, and it's funny because Mr. Sheffield wasn't. That's what I mean. Yeah. His family. She, she was. Yeah. Was one. Yeah, it wasn't even Mr. Sheffield. But I'm just saying. She tried it. She didn't. It wasn't for her, which I give her credit because too many people change for people. And you, that's never going to work. That's not that's not going to work because then you got to keep that up. That's, and that's exhausting. Unless your desire was to change as you who you were as a person, unless you were a bad communicator. Right. And your desire was to become a better communicator. And you found that in this person that they allowed you to be a more that's improving that's getting that's making yourself better that's improvement which is good i mean this guy's changing jerry's changing every six weeks and uh (laughs) things it's a slight deprovement every time i just how do you just eyeball somebody and like third personality we're not it jack man those are big glasses and thankfully we're not doing a youtube video today so i can really throw shade at some big frames Well, the difference is those things did not fit Jerry's face at all. I like how he just, I, he just honed in on the woman next door. And it was like, yep, I'm going to marry you. How do you yep. just, I need to, I need to, I need to learn those ways. Or I can just see a guy and be like, yep, that's the one. I'm going to marry that guy. 
Well, clearly that's what the second wife did, and that's how she ended up with a murderer. <laughs> but, no, he did it. But clearly she felt the same way. They ended up married. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, she was a housewife with no skills. And she was like, we're going to end up on the streets, darling, if I don't marry someone. I feel like, unfortunately, that happened to a lot of women in the 80s. Yeah, probably. But I wonder why he was so bent on already made kids. Like, why didn't he want to have his own? Well, he was old. Men can have babies till whenever. Right, but I feel like... Oh, his perfect, his idea of the perfect family, he had to probably, like, they already had to be a certain age. Yes. Yeah, he can't start. I, I feel like a family. younger spouse um, situation, et cetera. Yeah, because he was very hell-bent on that perfect family idea. Oh, they instead of the brother-in-law, they could have had that too, but so much of his scenes were filler because absolutely nothing happened from them. They could have done more backstory on him, like had flashbacks of him as a kid. Right. Like explained more of where How he was. How imperfect was his childhood? Because what? he was telling some so many stories that he was lying about everything. Yeah. And, and then he kept saying, see, we need order in this house. All we need is a little order in this house. That yeah. was his favorite thing to say. Uh, I'm sensing a little military background, perhaps. Yeah, probably. Dad's in the military. Yeah. Um. So, overall, what do you give it? Six out of ten. Five out of ten. I was going five. Okay, good. Yeah. I didn't want to be the mean one, but girl, do what you gotta do. Yeah, five. Like I enjoyed it, but it's not like very I'm like, never yeah, very rewatching it. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good on the rewatch. I am gonna watch two and three. It's I feel like it's one of those Sunday afternoon movies that used to come on as a like that you would see on TV as a kid. Okay. Like on channel five or channel thirteen. Yeah. Um Oh channel thirteen. Is channel thirteen still a thing? I don't think so. I don't have regular TV anymore. So. I don't have regular TV. I don't know. Actually, we we do have regular TV. I just don't watch it very much. I'm always streaming stuff. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Guys, we watched this on Canopy, which if you're not using Canopy, really. We talked about it last week. If you don't have Canopy by now, you, yeah, what are you doing? You're missing out. Yeah. It's nice. It's great. Ad-free. Yeah. Easy to watch. We're limited to 30 watches a month, which is one watch a day, which is a lot, (laughs) which I think is a lot. I I think I have nine. I think it varies on library. It depends on your library. Oh, okay. Well, my library gives me 30. Yeah, I have nine, which, again, I watch most other things on everything else anyways. Right, yeah. It's a good backup streaming service. Yeah, exactly. And it's free. And for um, and then there's always also Hoopla. Yes, Hoopla as well. I have that too. Um, and also, if you like magazines, there's also Flipster. Yeah, they got comic books on Hoopla, everything. Yep. You get a library card, people. I've been saying it since day one of this podcast. Yep, worth it. Anything uh, else you feel we need to discuss with these fine folks? Nope. I th- this movie, I, I would watch this three times before I watch Mother's Day again. So. Well, yes. Okay. I mean, if if we're putting it along that <laughs> maxim, I'm just saying. All right, this year Father's Day wins. Mother's Day yeah. was a loss. Father's yeah. Day wins. Uh, let us know what you guys are getting your dad for for Father's Day. Are your dad's horror fans? And if he is, what do you get him? Uh, I got well, not my father, but my I don't know what I'm getting my father, but I got my husband stuff for his smoker. 
Oh, that's what cool. do you get in your dad? I have no idea. Oh, good. We're good daughters. Yeah. My, well, my dad's birthday is this weekend also. His birthday falls on Father's Day every few years. Although, also, Jen's father listens, so uh, we probably should. I've totally forgot your father listens. My father doesn't listen. No, mine doesn't. Oh, okay. No. No. Heavens no. <laughs> he doesn't have time for podcasts. He's too busy watching TV and doing track. I wouldn't want him to listen. Some of the stuff we've said on the show, I'm like, he doesn't need to hear me say it. Eh. I feel like Papa Foster's cool. (laughs) Guys, if we were YouTubing this episode, you would just see me shaking my head wildly. That's because my son is hunting me with a coin collector. A coin, like a metal detector. Mm. He came out pointing metal detector at me. (laughs) They thought maybe you were hiding something. And then they're hills. I'm not. There ain't no gold in their hills. Coins this week, and they're over here, so he would find an abundance if he turned that thing on. (laughs) Guys, rolling $300 worth of coins is as fun as it sounds. That sounds awful. Yeah. No, thank you. But that coin star takes like 10 or 11%. That's a lot of money. It's like, what are we supposed to do? That's why there's a coin shortage. I'm convinced it's a coin shortage because I probably have half of them because I don't want to go take them to the star machine and I'm not going to pay for dinner with them. So I don't know what to do. And I refuse to give a percentage of my money. You're going to sit here while you watch movies like Mother's Day and The Stepfather and you're going to roll them. (laughs) That's what I did. And I'm bringing them to the bank tomorrow. That's a good idea. I should do something. I have so many coins. It's ridiculous. I'm pretty sure I'm the reason why there's a shortage right now. Oh, I think, I think I will as well be helping create that shortage. I said to Ted, I go, we're not moving this thing of coins, so yeah, I'll get to rolling. I've decided throw, to the pennies. I wasn't rolling the pennies. The pennies I'll throw in the coin store. Yeah. I'll throw, I'll throw the coins out in the street before I give Coinstar some of my, some of my money. <laughs> um, um, all right. Um, to walk up to a homeless man, give him a bag of pennies. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do that. And be like, here you go, good sir. You're not be like, what? I'll be like, this is what I have for you. <laughs> um, I think yeah, that's so now we're getting into the summer movies. Yeah, Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Shallows, for Anaconda. sure. Anaconda. Yeah. It's going to uh, be a good summer. It's going to be a good summer, guys. Okay. Yeah. That is all for this week. You know where to find us, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.